This is a horrifying event, which contains a very strong warning from God. So I would humbly advise you to remain calm, and watch this till the end, as this might save you from unexpected dangers in the future. I am going to share with you a near-death experience that was sent to us by our dear sister from the United States. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. She proceeded to describe how she was assaulted by two males and how she suddenly fell to the floor, banging her head on a sink. After her death, an angel of the Lord took her spirit to hell and showed her the terrible punishment reserved for certain well-known personalities who had also died. It is my hope and prayer that you will stay with me to the very end of the video to receive God's blessing. If you have been blessed with the opportunity to see this video today, we ask that you subscribe to our channel and share it with your friends and family so that they may also receive eternal salvation from God. Kindly pardon me to take this opportunity to thank and bless one of our significant subscribers who have voluntarily opted to donate and support our channel through the Super Thanks feature. Q Friedman May the Lord reward you abundantly for your kindness. I am going to read it in the very same manner in which it was delivered to us. No part has been taken off, and nothing has been added to the story. Pay close attention as I proceed with the reading. Hi, my name is Emily. As a child, I have always envied the lives of superstars, particularly because of the privileges, that come with their popularity. I was raised by my aunt ever since I was an infant, all the way up until I was 26 years old. My mother struggled with addiction to drugs and my father passed away when I was very young. So, he was never a part of my life. What I am about to write and share with you on your channel occurred to me six years ago in April 2016. I am currently 31 years old and work for the local government in the state of Missouri where I currently reside. After I was being discharged from the medical center, a few days after the tragedy, I had the opportunity to give this testimony to the choir of my local church. It had a significant impact on a good number of them, which led many of them to change their way of life and also refrain from listening to secular music, as well as any form of entertainment that had something to do with the devil. I am frequently praised for my excellent vocal performance in church, where I sing extremely well. For as long as I can remember, I have always prayed that, one day, I will be able to make music on the same level as Cease Winans and Juanita Bynum. I have never wavered in my commitment to becoming a famous performer. And whenever I sing on stage, it makes me quite thrilled to hear people cheering 
and clapping for me. Even though I was a member of the church choir, and I went to church every Sunday, I still valued and admired the lifestyle of attending worldly musical events and hangouts. This was true, despite the fact that I was a member of the church. As a result of my enthusiasm back then, I was always among the first to purchase tickets for a local concert. Although I don't have a clear memory of it, I believe the incident took place on a Saturday night, exactly like it does with every other night show. There was a new jazz band in town, and I was able to persuade Henry, my boyfriend at the time, that we needed to attend the session that was being held in Kansas City, where I resided at the time. I bought him tickets so that he couldn't make up a reason not to go. I had no idea that the event location would have so much more in store for me. To my greatest surprise, when we got there, I realized that the venue was filled beyond the normal capacity that it could take. I presumed that perhaps some other local bands were scheduled to perform too. It didn't bother me that there were a lot of people there. After all, the more people there were, the more enjoyable it would be. So we were successful in navigating our way to the center of the congregating crowd. But we were unable to make any further progress into the crowd because everyone had already pushed their way to the front and occupied the area there. From where I was standing, I had a pretty good view of the stage, as well as the other musicians and performers who were going to be present. This made me feel pretty at ease. It was all fun when the concert started. The crowd was enjoying the vibe. The atmosphere was filled with merriment. And people were enjoying what they paid for. But after a couple of glasses of alcohol, I started to feel a little tipsy, at about the time one of the famous street artists took the stage. So I informed Henry that, I needed to use the restroom to ease myself and wash my face, and that I wanted to go to the washroom. While I was going, I observed two men following me as I walked, but I never suspected they were after me. As soon as I walked into the restroom, one of the guys appeared and began holding my hands. At the same time, the other guy emerged from the rear room and began fondling me. That was when I became aware that I was in danger. They attempted to molest and rape me in the restroom. And because there was so much noise around, no one could hear me screaming. I fought so hard with them, and the guy who was standing behind me pushed me so forcefully that I could get to the ground. But all of a sudden, the edge of the sink came crashing down on top of my head just as I was falling to the ground. Almost immediately, I felt a kick in my right rib cage. It sent me reeling on the floor again. The last thing I saw was a rough shoe sole on my face. I felt weak and couldn't resist or do anything again. I felt unconscious. When I opened my eyes, I met myself in a serene void. The space was an endless one, with nothing else in sight. I began to hear the whistling sound of a whirlwind. 
I thought I was going to be swept away, but when I looked up, I saw the most beautiful sight I had never seen. I saw a mighty city, with golden gates descending from above. I was in awe, of the magnificent sight. On those gates were, two mighty winged angels, who moved their wings as a sign of protection. They had flaming swords in their hands. I knew I should be scared, but instead, there was this undeniable peace inside me. I did not know how that was possible. I just kept staring at the events, unfolding before my very eyes. When the city finally landed, it opened up, and an angel walked majestically towards me. He was looking way too peaceful to be feared, even if I was frightened. When he got to where I stood, I bowed in reverence to him. But he held me halfway, and asked me to stand on my feet. I expected him to take me into the Golden City, but instead, he said there was another place he was permitted to take me to. He waved the other angels standing in front of the gates, and the gates were opened. A white stallion emerged from the gate, and strolled to where we stood. He mounted the horse, and offered to help me mount it too. We began to descend at a high speed, and we went through a dark empty space. I wasn't sure at first, but, as we began to descend into an abyss, I could hear disturbing wailing of people, who must be in a devastating agony. I began to feel terrified. The peace I had felt moments ago, had turned into fear. Then the angel began to speak to me. In spite of the loud wailing, I could hear everything he was saying. He told me that, he was going to show me some of the people, I once hero worshipped, when they were alive. And also, show me their afterlife destination. As we went lower into the abyss, I could feel the terrible heat, emanating from below. Ordinarily, the heat should have been peeling my skin off, but instead, I only felt the intensity, but not the devastating effect, of such level of heat. Finally, we arrived in what seemed to be a burning sulfur. I saw the burning fire of hell. It tossed the inhabitants up, from time to time. And one could see their faces, whenever it rotated upward. I saw creatures that looked like humans, but had long spiky tails, that they used to whip, and torment the souls therein. Occasionally, they would pierce the wailing souls, with the tripod spears, in their hands. Even though these demons were also burning, they managed to torment the souls of other humans. They felt no pity, or remorse for their victims. Instead, they screamed bitterly as they carried out, their heinous activity. The angel took me to another section, which was so severe, than the previous section. The whole area smelled so bad like sulfur. The blazing fire, kept tossing anyone in there. And this time, it tossed up a soul, whose face looked familiar. I saw the figure like an image, which was suspending in the atmosphere. The angel asked me, if I knew who he was. I told him that, it looked like it was, Michael Jackson. He said I was right. 
I asked why was Michael Jackson in hell, because, he was peaceful, and well loved by everyone, while on earth. The angel replied, and said, Michael Jackson had voluntarily, sold his soul to the devil, long before he became the world's, renowned star. He told me, that was why he gained global stardom, at a very early stage of his life. He said that, Michael Jackson got his inspiration from the devil. His songs were all demonic. He said, his songs spiritually influenced many people into the dark world. The angel told me that, all those who were a fan of Jackson, were actually worshipping the Prince of the Dark. He said many of those people had died, and were also already in hell with him. The angel showed me scenes of Michael's dance moves, which represented how the demons moved and walked in spirit. He derived his moonwalk dance from the Prince of Persia, an evil angel to the world. Michael Jackson lured many people to become agents of the devil. He seduced many people with his dance moves to become children of the dark, and for that reason, hell was their destination. Just as he was ending his discussion on Michael Jackson, another soul was tossed up. He asked me whether I recognized the face. I told him I wasn't sure I knew the face. He then told me it was Aaliyah. I wasn't so sure who Aaliyah was, but I had heard the name before, yet, I couldn't make out the face. He told me that, Aaliyah was meant to be a vessel, to the kingdom of God. He said God had plans for her, but she had allowed her early fame, and celebrity life, to manipulate her. She gave the devil the opportunity to use her. She gave herself up to the worldly things like, drugs, alcohol, money and sex. He said all her worldly escapades led to her early death in 2001, when she was just 22 years of age. I felt a deep sense of sadness for Aaliyah. In that instance, another face popped up, and I recognized her at once. I told the angel without a doubt, it was Whitney Houston. He replied, and said yes. He told me Whitney was such a great singer with inspirational voice. She was supposed to live a life fulfilling God's plan. But instead, she chose to enjoy the vanity of life. Her worldly addictions, such as the constant use of drugs, led to the heart disease she suffered before eventually dying in a bathtub accidentally. The angel told me that, God had given her many opportunities to repent and trace her steps back to him. But she was determined to choose worldly things over her maker. The angel cautioned me that the Lord had sent him to meet me and show me all of these things so that I would not end up just like these people. He instructed me to put an end to all of those worldly concerts and parties as well as activities that are contrary to the Christian faith. I must also refrain from listening to secular music in order to avoid spiritual possession by the devil. Thank you, and God bless everyone. I woke up from this to find myself in the hospital. My boyfriend, 
who became concerned about the length of time I was taking in the restroom, made the decision to check on me, and when he arrived, he found me lying down there. He rushed me to the hospital immediately, where I received treatment, and was discharged a few days later. If it weren't for God's mercy, I would have been damned to hell for all of eternity. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.